Hey, hey, welcome to Dad's Opinions. This is Kevin Dunn, and I will be your dad for the next 15 minutes or so, giving you my awe-inspiring and unfiltered opinion on the topic we're going to talk about today, which is going to be kind of fun, being that it's on most people's minds, brains, thoughts, and feelings. We're going to talk about the presidential election. And as uh, we go through this, I really truly hope that I can uh, find a way to be inspirational, be hopeful, be uh, a uh, voice of reason, and to uh, help give you some things to share with other people. It's uh, been a fun topic to kind of research and to um, to find the proper uh, way of conveying the way I feel about this election, uh, and most elections, but we'll talk about this one in particular. And so... As I go through this, I hope that you can uh, wrap your thoughts and emotions and beliefs around what I say, and maybe we can come to a, co a common consensus of uh, what is right, what is wrong, what's real, what's, uh, I don't know, going in the wrong direction and the right direction. So, uh, first thing I want to talk about is how the election has been portrayed. And this comes down to a... Uh, a literal media bias uh, that there has been, um, as it's been reported on various different uh, media networks, television networks, radio programs and stuff, um, a, uh, a partisanship, in other words, a division that has been really hard to uh, stomach. It's been just gross. I, I don't know why we have to uh, be so mean and uh, dishonest in our media towards uh, the other party. You know, there, are, uh, there are so many good things that come from an election, and we miss them when we start spinning things, when we start putting hyperbole to uh, situations, to statements, to uh, misquote, misunderstand intentionally uh, the things that uh, these politicians are saying. And I'm going to focus primarily on the, uh, the president and... Uh, uh, his challenger, so uh, President Trump and um, Joe Biden, and to kind of uh, give a little bit of a comparison here. Because elections growing up for me were like this huge patriotic thing. It was a thing that I always thought growing up as a kid. It was the thing where the best of the best got the, um, got the opportunity to be president and run our our great country, the best way possible. And this election seems to be more about beating each other up, lying, uh, misusing um, information, um, distrust, uh, false accusations, uh, proper accusations not followed up on, um, so much hypocrisy that I find it really hard with this election to um, find somebody that I like. You know, I, uh, I'm an admitted Republican. I'm an admitted conservative. I'm an admitted Christian. And yet, as I hear these people profess um, some of these values, there are some values I have that I guess would fall into the, into the liberal column a little bit. You know, but I think that for the most part, I think 
as we divide those things up, there's not that big a division. It seems to me that uh, the divide between conservatism and liberalism, uh, Democrat and Republican, seems to be more about uh, abortion and about um, more things being done through the government or less things being done through the government. Um, and I don't like some of the terms that are being used when they talk about the various different ways our freedoms are used or taken away because they're not giving any details. You know, it's like the Affordable Care Act that was passed for universal health care, basically, for uh, or through uh, Barack Obama's administration. And is the idea of everybody being taken care of with health care a bad idea? It's not. It's not a bad idea. The, the devil was in the details, and the details had so many things that shouldn't have been there that it made it not palatable and not sustainable. And so you look at why that was done and how many people were behind it and for what reasons. Again, back to it being dishonest. It wasn't honest. And yet, you know, Barack Obama said there is not a liberal America, a liberal America and a conservative America. There is the United States of America. He said that. And uh, he said it to the Democratic National Congress. And um, that was back in 2004. You know, he's got all kinds of incredibly good uh, quotes. And I think that um, I think that we forget what those quotes mean. They're not just feel-good quotes. You know, he said... Um, the America I know, that's the country we love, clear-eyed, big-hearted, and undaunted by challenge. Um, that was during his State of the Union address in 2016, that we were clear-eyed, big-hearted, and undaunted by challenge. I mean, you know, you have so many people vilifying Barack Obama. And did I agree with a lot of the things that he did? No. Did I agree with some of the things he did? Yeah. And you know, was he our president for eight years? Yeah. And was I um, uh, fully accepting of him being our president? Of course, because he was our president. We didn't have another one. You know, and then along came uh, President Trump. And, you know, he said kind of a similar thing that uh, Obama said. He said, we must speak our minds openly, debate our disagreements, honestly. We always pursued our solidarity. When America is united, America is totally unstoppable. That's from President Trump. And so many people hate President Trump. And I, I get it. He's not a politician. He's a businessman. And the thing that I find ironic is that, especially during this election and um, sometimes in prior elections, but that we try to vote in what I always thought as a kid growing up and I've found as an adult not to be true necessarily is we vote in the best of the best. The people that are the absolute best people that we have to be our presidential candidates and our president. And I honestly don't believe that's what's going on. I think there are better Republicans than President Trump. And yet he has accomplished incredibly good things. But the media doesn't give him a chance to uh, get any credit for it. And so... Most people that are Democrat just think he's a fool, he's a goon, he's an idiot. And yet, 
so many things that he's done haven't been able to be done for decades. And he's accomplished great things, just like Obama ac accomplished great things. Some of the things I didn't like, some of the things I don't like, Trump likes. And it's probably the same thing for anybody that's a, that's a Democrat. But, you know, we need to realize that we're never going to get somebody we agree with completely. You know, George Washington said, associate yourself with men of good quality. If you esteem your own reputation, for tis better to be alone than in bad company. Well, who is our bad company? Do we have bad company? Do we have people that are not looking out for our best interest? Um, I think that's the case in some cases. In any administration, I think there's people that don't look out for our best interest. You know, Abraham Lincoln said, nearly all men can stand, can stand adversity, but if you want to test a man's character, give him power. So we take the power that's given to us as uh, politicians, as presidents, as the ability of people the, with the ability to vote, and do we really truly um, take that to heart? And I think in a lot of cases we just don't. You know, we have uh, so many things that get blamed on the president, and um, you know, COVID blamed on the president, the riots blamed on the president, uh, police inaction bl uh, blamed on the president, police brutality blamed on the president, systemic racism blamed on the president. And it's not accurate. It's not right. And the president doesn't control those things in large part. Um, he can set certain policy, but the states govern themselves and the cities uh, govern a lot of the things that go on in the states, and those are the people that uh, really actually have responsibility directly to the actions that are going on in a lot of places. But the one thing that's lost is something Ronald Reagan said. He said, we must reject the idea that every time a law is broken, society is guilty rather than the lawbreaker. Uh, it is time to restore the American pr uh, precept that each individual is accountable for his own actions. You know, I love Reagan, and I love the things that he uh, quoted and said along the way. But um, I think that uh, one of the things that we um, we forget is that uh, Reagan was as old as uh, uh, President Bi or Joe Biden right now. Almost said President Biden. He may end up being our president, and if that's the case, we'll live with it and we'll deal with it. But you know, there's there's a lot of things that the president does that go unnoticed. I think about how much uh, responsibility there is within the idea of the presidency. You know, when you take into consideration all the things that we have going on in the world, we forget sometimes how incredibly difficult it is to be the president of the United States. And as we vote for the president in this election, we need to remember that this isn't just a cult of personality. This isn't just somebody uh, who is going to be um, in that office giving sound bites, uh, saying things um, that don't really matter. Most of the things that the president is talking about has something else behind it that is way deeper than what we're hearing. And that's the fault of the media for not helping us recognize that our president, regardless of who it is, is working his brains out to keep America great, to make America great. And not to quote Donald Trump's mantra, make America great again. America is still great. It's always been great. Does it have issues? Sure, every country has issues. But are we better than most? I truly believe that we are. I really truly believe that we have 
uh, the greatest country in the world. Um, John Adams once said, you will ever remember that the end of study is to make you a good man and a useful citizen. Well, are we useful if we're rioting? Are we useful if we're not uh, building up our societies and our communities? I don't think so. I, um, I, think, uh, I think we have the opportunity um, in this election to, to vote for somebody who will uh, empower America to be I don't know, American, America, great, to help us rebuild patriotism. You know, John Kennedy said, uh, life is never easy. There is work to be done and obligations to be met, obligations to truth, to justice, and to liberty. And I think that um, as you vote your conscience in this election, remember that we're still Americans no matter how you vote. We're still this incredibly great nation who has defended not only ourselves, but many, many, many other nations at the peril of many of the lives of American citizens, men and women. And I feel that when we, we vote our conscience in this election, we need to remember that there's one thing that is backing everything. And we need to not minimize it. We not, need not to demean it. And we need to make sure that we remember that we're voting for not only a person or a party, but we're voting for the ideal that we have the Constitution of the United States, which is the greatest document of rules, laws, character, and way of living our lives ever written for any country ever in the history of mankind. The Constitution of the United States is what guides us through being the United States of America. And I want to say this very clearly, united the United States, individual states united together as Americans. We have the ability to be so incredibly kind and great and gregarious and charitable to each other, and yet we just demean and take each other down. So let's stop doing that. Let's be gracious, happy, uh, wonderful, giving, loving American citizens. And remember who we are. We are the greatest nation on the earth. As far as I'm concerned, because I'm living in it. And that's not demeaning anybody else's country. It's just me being patriotic that I love my country. I love where we're at. I love my family. I love my wife. I love my children, my grandchildren. And I am so happy to be called an American citizen. So vote your conscience. Enjoy voting. Be happy. And know that we are doing a very righteous and wonderful thing in our vote. Have a great day. This is Kevin Dunn for Dad's Opinion. We'll see you in the next podcast. Bye-bye.